Okay, welcome to another episode of the Bone Robot Games Podcast. I'm here with Ice, and today we're going to talk about some game reboots, some alternate media, and how, by virtue of these being churned out nonstop, they're making the original content worse. Um, I think a good starting point, and you could disagree with me here, but I think a good starting point, something I've been dying to talk about, is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, uh, Square is shoving out a lot of Final Fantasy VII games. They put out like three games that are all mobile games, all mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII. There's like a Battle Royale and some other stuff I can't even remember. And it's like, you guys should just use a different IP. Can yeah. Make a new one. Yeah, use why not? Final Fantasy game for once. Like, they're just backpacking on Final Fantasy VII. Hoping, they're hoping it'll just carry them to the promised land. But it, this is going on for a long time. In the beginning, it didn't really matter because we were starved for Final Fantasy VII content. So, like, Dirge of Cerberus comes out, and that PSP game where you play as Zack comes out. What Crisis was Core. Crisis Core uh, comes out. And it was like, okay, this is this stuff is middling, and it's sort of beginning to ruin the content, the original. Yeah. And then it's just compounded and compounded and compounded over and over again. And it and it just ruined. So like in the beginning, it wasn't ruining characters because when 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 uh, Crisis Core came out, it was telling like Zach's backstory. But then they started doing all this weird stuff. They add in that guy. There's like a guy named Genesis or something, and Angel, and like three other like Sephiroth clones that we've never heard about before that are not present in Seven. And it's a prequel. So you start to go, this is weird, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's all these other elite first soldier first class that no one's ever heard of until in the past exactly makes sense so you think that they would have been involved in the story because there's only two other elite soldiers we ever hear about and it's sephiroth and zach and cloud pretending obviously so <clears throat> you'd think like these other ones would step up oh my god they're big soldier guys and it does weird stuff with them but something that it bothered me is they introduce yuffie into it or yuffie however you say it i can't remember but she's yeah. like meets up with Zach and he goes to Wu Tai and they're like friends. And it's very strange because that's like a huge part of Final Fantasy VII where when she meets Cloud, or first of all, she's an optional character, but if she meets Cloud, she would be like, hey, you remind me so much of Zach because they had met and they fought together in Crisis Core. Yeah, I mean, the whole plot to Seven is dumb. Sure, yeah. When that respect, where it's like Tifa knew, like, wait, like, Tifa had suspicions that she was just scared to bring up. Mm -hmm. And Ares, like, banged Zack, and then this other guy comes along, pretending to be him, and she doesn't even bat an eye. Well, like, when would that have even happened is confusing to me, right? She's like, Zack is my boyfriend, but it was, like, when he was in Soldier. So, like, didn't Cloud meet Zack in Soldier, and, like, they became friends when they were being getting experiments on them in, in the Shinra mansion. So, like, when did he have time to bang Ares and also not be talking to Cloud? I don't know. You can probably find that out in, like, the pre-pre-pre-prequel. <laughs> well, here's the thing. come out, like, next year on fucking <laughs> iOS. I still think, while, while Final Fantasy VII is uh, a mess with, with beats like that, I think in general it's a good story, and they do a lot of things well because, I've said this a billion times when it does obviously crazy fantastical elements where there's the live stream and meteor and magic and blah 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 clones bullshit. But at the end of the day, it's just like a character driven story. You just like you're interacting with yeah. with, with um Barrett and your and his you know thought process. Like he's a really interesting character and Sid and 
all these interesting character things and then like cloud at the end you know obviously one of my favorite lines is like when they're about you're about to go down the very deepest depths of crater and and fight Jenova and Sephiroth for the final time and cloud just says let's mosey and it's like so yeah. <laughs> specific to his character and so smart and then like when when you know <clears throat> even like when advent children comes out he's just like this brooding asshole dickhead who he really hasn't been in the movie since or in in the series since like the first mission of the game yeah <clears throat> and now my biggest problem is so remake comes out and it's it's essentially just an entirely different game but they're using all of the characters from final fantasy 7 because um they can't think of any new names i guess yeah i guess it's like <clears throat> they it's, know it'll sell yeah and it's, it's, the gameplay is not far removed. Like, they use the same engine as Final Fantasy XV, so they were trying to sell the next Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, like, let's call it Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. And, I mean, the they introduced Sephiroth way too early. You know, the the entire... Like, you don't even see Sephiroth in Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, right? You, 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 you go, oh, that must be Sephiroth, but it's clearly Genova, obviously, you find out later, and then you fight Rufus at the top, and then you leave, and you fight the big machine, and then you leave. And you don't see him again until you go all the way through Junon and you go onto the boat and you see Sephiroth as like a ghost. He, you do not speak to him. He flies away and you fight a piece of Genova. And then like I don't even know the next time you see him. So it's like these very like sporadic encounters until you get the entire story untold to you and then all this shit happens, right? Oh, you see him in like flashbacks and calm, but it doesn't really count. Like in the actual story, you see this. So like yeah. there's a huge buildup to him. You don't see him at all when you're in jail and in Midgar Tower and all that shit. And then in Remake, he just, like, shows up and he wants to be best friends with Cloud. And they have, like, a deep connection that they don't really have because they don't know each other. Cloud was literally just a rank-and-file bullshit soldier who killed him or threw him in the live yeah. stream. They have no reason to even care about each other at this point. Yeah, well, it's like Seth Rosas traveled back in time. It's really stupid. It's not a remake of Seven. It's like an alternate universe of Seven. Yeah. I agree with you completely that that remake ruined Seven. Yeah, and people have argued with me and been like, "No, it's like a different game, so it doesn't." The trail like Seven is still Seven, and then remake can be remake. It's like no, like one is a remake of the other. Like it's it's diluting the the greatness. There was greatness, and you've diluted it now. Exactly. And now it's just as a whole. Whenever someone refers to Final Fantasy Seven. You're gonna have to ask: Are you talking about remake or are you talking about the original? Exactly. So seven it's to me that, has always been the original, and now there's a an asterisk. Is it? Are you talking about remake? And then you have to get into this. Oh well, in remake this happens. Is it canon? Is it not canon? There's whispers of fate and fucking corny ass Kingdom's Heart bullshit. And just by virtue of having the exact same name, it is ruining the original Final Fantasy seven. <clears throat> and something I see a lot of people say: Oh, it can't. It can't, they're separate entities, but they're not. If they're they're separate not separate en entities. Exactly. If they're separate entities, name it something else. Yeah. Have, make well, new they're going to ruin it completely when they, they... I guarantee you they won't kill Ares. And I'm like, all right, well, this mm -hmm. isn't Final Fantasy VII. You should have named it something else. Exactly. They want Ares to be alive, and they want Sephiroth and Cloud to be best friends and kiss and hug each other a lot and fight each other every 10 minutes. He's going to be 50... He's going to be every boss in the game from now on. And... Like, all the fan service is goofy and stupid. People who should have died lived, and people who should have lived died. And it's just like, it, why did you do this? When you said Final Fantasy VII Remake, everyone was like, wow, this is a fucking cool-ass dream come true. You're going to remake the game that we all love because of its 
cool 1997 standards in modern times, which, first of all, you can't do. It was a fucking crash and burn fire from the start. <laughs> you cannot do that. It, there's nothing you could do to, to, to make it modern without losing something. But <clears throat> I don't understand why these games want to go the route of, of changing the story entirely. And they and you lose so much in there. Because, one, a lot of them were either actual like huge hits like Final Fantasy 7 or cult classics and then when you change it the people that the people that are buying this game are fans of Final Fantasy 7 inherently but then you're saying um actually fuck all that it's completely different yeah it's uh it's a tragedy they're ruining it they're ruining it they, they wanted to remake the game so that a new generation could experience it that's what they said and that's not what's happening exactly this new generation is experiencing something completely different Exactly. It's not the same. I, and I've said this a billion and one times, and I'll say it a trillion. The old games still hold up. There's, I'll play a game nowadays, and I'm like, it's clunky, it's boring, you just sit through a trillion cutscenes that you don't fucking care about, characters who talk like anime characters and don't react like real people. But you can go back and play the originals, and they still hold up. Obviously, it doesn't look amazing, but I mean, Final Fantasy VII's stylized enough that it doesn't look like dog shit. Right? Yeah. It's not like it's not like you're going back and playing Perfect Dark where they're all just like squares with like paint on them. Yeah, and you can get a lot of mods and stuff to make graphics upgraded. You can, exactly. Like it's it's easy to do. It still holds up. There's there's I can't play modern games for very long. Most of them are bad, but I will go back and play Final Fantasy VII almost yearly, maybe a year and a half. By by yearly, is that a word? Biannually, you mean to say? Biyearly, I said. <laughs> that's what I meant. But I, <clears throat> that I will go back and play it. It holds up. It's a good game. Not a lot of games can say that, and they they just take it and they tarnish it. And for me, I I won't touch remake on principle. I don't care how good the actual like game is. Uh, what I would have wanted was the exact same game with improved graphics, improved UI, improved quality of life, maybe some fucking dope-ass cutscenes added along the way. You know what I mean? Like, how cool... Imagine how cool Knights of the Round will look or is going to look. I don't know if it's in the game. Not yet. Uh, it can't be, I guess. So, um, <clears throat> who knows? Maybe Knights of the Round's the first summon you get now because the hands of fate <laughs> twisted it into your pocket at the start of the game. So... Uh, you know, it, and that's going to look so fucking cool, but I just don't want to play it. I, I remember seeing the very first trailer for it, and <clears throat> Cloud and Barrett were fighting the Scorpion tank in the first, the very first boss you fight, the very first thing you do in the very beginning of the game. And, like, the battle system was, like, this weird, like, you have to wait for the ATB gauge to build sort of thing, and you're doing, like, these arbitrary basic attacks while you wait to do your specialty attacks, and there's, like, I think some sort of, like, stagger mechanic in there, and I was like, yeah, this isn't like the depth of combat that you got from final fantasy seven. This is an intro fight that goes over quickly because you have no abilities and you'll maybe use braver one time. If he hurts you enough, it just teaches you about, yeah. and it's like a weird gimmicky battle system. And yeah, then it, it's uh it's weird. The first fight that fight in the original was like, don't attack while it tails up. That was mm -hmm. like the mechanic they tell you about. And I don't think they ever even did that again. No, they Probably never really. They, I don't think they really any, did a lot of things like that in the game. Very, very rarely. But uh, the point is that it's like it's not really teaching anything. It's just like a boss fight. There's a hundred of them in the game, and yeah. and this one it's like this long drawn out anime fight. Like it's the Advent Children in the game, and that's not. Fun yeah, to play. it is Advent Children in the game. That's yeah. much more accurate than Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, 
And it's that's not fun to play. I mean, I think Advent Children is actually pretty good because they don't do the exact same story. It's just a sequel, and it's it works for being a sequel. They do some corny shit, but like it's you can't ruin as much with a flat out sequel because what are you ruining? It's the next step, right? Yeah, there's a director's cut or some shit like that that I watched that was uh, a lot better than the the one that I saw originally. Interesting. I think it's only in Japanese, but it uh, there's like a lot more scenes that cover what the the disease is that's killing everyone. I forget what it's called, but there's a lot more yeah. scenes that explain it. So you're not just like they're not like vaguely describing it like it's a Dark Souls game or something like they are in the original cut. Yeah. That rat plague thing. Oh, here is stuff that they do. I mean, now I'm thinking about it. They bring Rufus back in Advent Children, which he very clearly gets blasted off the face of the earth by Diamond Weapon. Yeah. So anytime you bring a character back from the dead, I I lose like so much respect for the entire writing medium. It's a horrible ploy. You don't want to bring them back from the dead in any capacity. Either kill them or don't kill them. Right? He was very clearly killed. Bringing him back is like, why are you adding? Why are you doing this? It doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Just don't have him in the game. Nothing's different if the Turks are acting on their own. You don't need Rufus in a fucking wheelchair or whatever to have this game exist. So or movie. So they, they these decisions are, are they undermine the original. The scene in <clears throat> Final Fantasy VII where Rufus dies in the Shinra building, fighting valiantly against Diamond. It's not really a true redemption arc, but it's a really cool thing for his character because he's a piece of shit asshole for ninety nine percent of the game. But he is still trying to protect Midgar from Diamond Weapon for whatever reason. And they bring the cannon there. He shoots him in the face. Diamond retaliates. He dies. It's a very powerful moment. Rufus dies. Shinra is in uproar. There's no one to control all of them. All the fucking big heads, Scarlet and Hojo and and what's the other guy? Hildegar. What's his name? The fat guy. They all run wild then. They attack you with shit. It's like it's a very cool moment. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he's not dead. He's back. I'm like, okay, you've ruined this part in Final Fantasy VII is less impactful now. He doesn't, if he doesn't die here, then why does this scene exist? It's already been created. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I never even thought about it, but yeah, you're right. Because the idea was they cut the head off the snake, and then, uh, you then you you parachute into Midgar like five minutes later, and you, yeah. you kill the rest of the leadership that was fucking everything up. Yeah, Scarlet fights you in the Ironclad or whatever, in the big fucking yeah, robot, the, pr- the Proudclad or whatever. Proudclad, yeah, and then. Proud and Claude. you kill Hojo, and you find you find he's your dad or whatever. Yeah, you go out, you find Hojo's got your dad's cells, and you, he turns into a fucking Genova beast, and you fight him. And then Midgar's like, kind of you know, quote unquote, free from <clears throat> the corruption of Shinra because all the leaders' ship is dead, or like they've been tarnished. Or but but Rufus is flat out dead. They say the president's been killed. He gets shot in the face by a gigantic energy blast from Diamond Weapon. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a huge explosion. Yes. Like a cutscene. He ca- yes, cut it's a cutscene. He catches it in the face. The whole of the Shinra top building, like the suite, the penthouse, blows up. And then he's just in a wheelchair with bandages on his face and Advent Children. And it's like, okay. Yeah. No real explanation, I don't think. Even if there was, like there's nothing. Again, you you diminish the moment so much. You could, yeah. like, you could, you could do so many yeah. powerful things. But when like, they bring now... characters back to life, that definitely diminishes the significance of their death. Mm-hmm. So I feel about the, like a lot of popular media, there'll be like a bad TV show where they keep reviving people and they're over, you know, it's like, all right, well, the next time somebody dies, you're like, well, they're probably just going to get Who revived cares? next yeah. season. So. Exactly. And there's like a huge thing in Final Fantasy VII about loss and death. Ares dies early, which is something that they don't do in a lot of games. And it's a very cool <clears throat> touchstone, keystone of the game, if you will, keystone, because you 
they touch on like they feel lost and they don't know what to do because they don't have her and you know they all fall into disarray sort of like do we keep fighting they say that several times all of them Sid yeah. and Baron like do we keep fighting what are we even fighting for Ares is gone what do we do now what's going on like they they get confused and lost and they're sort of just like ambling around for a little bit and that it's a huge moment she dies early and they're like and they they went and she doesn't even like she's like sort of a ghost you know but like when they they get like a something happens and they'll go oh maybe it's a sign from Aries maybe it's the live stream talking to us but it's never confirmed and it's done so well she's yeah, flat do out do dead well. and again so like that's powerful Zach being dead is powerful <clears throat> Rufus being dead is powerful by the way Zach is gonna he's, he's alive in remake is he yeah they just have, they have multiple cutscenes that show Zach is still alive he like, yeah it's like after you leave. Midgar at the end of the game, there's like a post credit scene where he's he arrives at the church looking for Ares. Yeah, so I mean the Zack thing is like completely optional in Final Fantasy Seven, but it is exists. There are like cutscenes for it. Well they're not they're not animated, but they're they're game scenes or whatever, you know, in the standard graphics. But have you ever done this in Final Fantasy Seven? The scenes what? with him? If you like you can like get you could like go to the Shinra mansion or do like this weird mini side quest and you can see like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloud and Zack like you you get the memories of them being stuck in the tubes together and then yeah. getting in the back of a van and driving to Midgar after a fight with soldiers and Zack's like dead and then he is that like uh Cloud's all fucked up and then when he when someone finds him like who find Tifa finds him at like the train station and he like there's like a a snap there's like a white flash and like a snap moment and he like that's when he takes the Zack persona because Zack is dead yeah i remember it clearly See, that's a beautiful thing that they'll never do in Remake. They, That's not spoon-fed to you. Now, in Remake, they might put that into the next installment. You might be able to go find those scenes in a similar way. But it'll be, like, mandatory. Yeah, like, and they're also... They're going to put so much money into it that they're going to be like, well, spoon-feed it. We've got to make sure they see these cutscenes. Yeah, and they completely off. You can just you can play Final Fantasy VII ten times and never know that's there. Exactly. There's a million things like that in Final Fantasy VII, and it's they're cool for that because you want to reward players for finding cool stuff, and you don't want to spoon feed them because if you treat the the players like idiots, then it just comes out with a bad product. What's gonna happen in remake is Cloud's gonna go, and that's when I decided to take Zach's persona, and <laughs> they're gonna go, oh, he's just explaining everything he's doing, like, like, like that, cool. like that scene in Futurama says you shouldn't. Yeah. You know the scene at the end of the original ending yeah, of Futurama? You can't just goes, say how your characters <laughs> feel. That makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, that's what they'll do. They go, oh, that's when I decided I had to take Zach's persona. I was lost in the live stream, and what Hojo had done to me, it broke me. And he's just going to flat out say it. It's going to be five minutes of him chatting about this. Cloud, the guy who's typically just, like, carefree after he, like, <laughs> get, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he gets out of his – he is, like, so many – he doesn't really have a personality. probably won't even go to that. I imagine that they're just going to make a completely different fucking game. From yeah. this point four, because you defeated the whispers or whatever the fuck. Exactly. They, so the, now they have, they have. So Aerith won't even have the opportunity to die. Like it's never. You're never well, why would go you go to the Forgotten City? Exactly. Uh, why would you go to the Forgotten City? So now it's all up in the air. And but they have all these locations. They're not going to make new ones. Why would they? They're clearly taking stuff that they've already established and just burying it into the fucking ground for some money because people are too stupid to not buy content if it has Final Fantasy VII plastered on it. Yeah, it's trash. So, I mean, it's – I now this is a problem for me. I don't care about Final Fantasy VII anymore. It used to be one of my favorite games. Like I said, I would play it yearly. I have I don't know why. It would just be fun to create a new file. I'd play with all the same fucking characters again, and I'd do all the same stuff, and I'd still go in the submarine and grind levels, and I'd still turn enemies into 
speed tabs so I can get my speed maxed out. I didn't give a shit. And I would still get four times cut. I would still do all the fun stuff. And I love doing it. And now I just don't want to play because all I can think about is none of this matters. Damn. None of this matters because of, of how they changed it in the future. And that, like, some installments need to stop at a point. It's the same thing with me. I don't, I, I, no, no one thinks like this. I don't want to play any more Mass Effect games. Yeah, three was enough. I said it when it came out. I was, I was so satisfied with Mass Effect three. Yeah. Like, we like this is what a great ending. I remember saying that on the day it came out. Like when the original we were ending, working together. You at the both time. said, yeah. That was a great ending. It was fantastic. We don't need any more. And they came out with Andromeda. It's a pile of shit. Andromeda was dog shit. They're making another one, and they're, like, teasing that Shepard is, like, in it. And Liara. And it's, like, they ran out of ideas. They said, hey, guys, remember we made Mass Effect, and it was a fucking amazing success? Probably one of the best trilogies, if not the best tri- gaming trilogy of all time. And then they said, yeah, what, what was good about that? Oh, Liara and Shepard. What else? <laughs> Who cares? Just put them in. Do whatever you yeah, want the game. It could be a pile the of dog game shit. System, like, uh, forget about the whole uniting the galaxy against the threat thing. Just like change everything else. Just put Liara in the game. I will say Call Mass t- Effect. We've talked about this before. Where I the 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 Mass Effect Citadel DLC is one of the worst pieces of of Mass Effect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, content that i've ever consumed but i would go on sign i've literally had people block me on twitter for saying that it sucks <laughs> they'd be like dude i loved citadel when tally got drunk it was so funny and i'd be like this is the worst type of fan service bottled up and and served you for money dude. On top. <laughs> dude this reminds me i was uh i used to watch the show arrow on the cw it was, it was like a superhero show and it had gone off the rails and it was pretty terrible i'd gone i remember going on reddit to like see like, because I would like the episodes. I go on Reddit, and that like, the subreddit for they hated it, right? And so they would always talk shit about how it's just a soap opera between the main character and this girl, Felicity. And then one day, I'm in a taxi on the way home from work, and the taxi driver's on the phone, and she's talking to someone, and she's like, oh, man, she's like, I saw that new episode of Arrow. It's like, that girl, Felicity, needs to stop playing with him. So <laughs> like, she was, like, totally, like, she was all about it. So it's, like, the stuff that me and you think suck, and, the, like, yeah, like, the fans... Are like, oh, this ruined it. Like, they're doing it for mass appeal. That's what I'm saying. So this is the, this is the thing. When you make content for the lowest common denominator bullshit, yeah, it will sell because people are dumb, and they don't know good content. We have to force them to consume good content against their will. But the problem is, you and me will vote with our wallets, and I will not buy Andromeda, and I will not buy the new Mass Effect, but tons of people will because they go, man, I loved Shepard. I could go for some more of that exact game. It's completely different. You know it's going to be completely different. They buy it anyway, and EA goes, mm, thank you for your money. We'll keep pumping out N7 stuff. Here it comes. Here's more Mass Effect, and it has nothing to do with the regular, and it sucks dog dick. They're just hopping onto the brand recognition because mm-hmm. now people's kids hear Mass Effect. They've heard Mass Effect before because their dad said it was good. And they don't realize that it's a totally different game and actually a pile of dog shit. You know what? Now, now that I think about it, I, I talked about this when we did the thing, but I'm a, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a, I'm going to take the cheat way and say that I did this because I'm a game reviewer. I should not have bought the, the Legendary Edition. I did it because, again, I was like, hey, yeah, this will be cool. Mass Effect does not need a graphical upgrade. It barely exists in the thing. That was another money 
scheme. I fell for it, but actually I didn't fall for it. I did it on purpose because I wanted to see. I need to review it, and then I need to test it out. So <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> but you really shouldn't be buying these things because now they're going. Oh yeah, we want to we want to test the waters and see if people want more Mass Effect content. They want. They just want one, two, and three. First of all, the the fucking multiplayer is not even in it. They but they they don't want new content one two and three are so good you don't need any more it's great let it stand there every new piece that comes out is going to tarnish it by having the words mass effect tied to it for absolutely no reason other than they can't sell a game without that name yeah it's just gonna dilute the brand it's like mass effect used to one day once upon a time mass effect meant uh one of the best trilogies in all of media in my opinion not yes just video games yes and now it means uh, what's the latest pile of dog shit? The new Mass Effect. Yes. Now here's our overarching point, and this goes the same with like a lot of sequels end up doing this. Like I think, in general, like Assassin's Creed just make too many games and they start to go really dog shit and samey and makes no sense. But Mass Effect could be a complete piece of content, an amazing trilogy, one, two, three, and nothing else. But now someone goes, I, yeah, I like Mass Effect, and you have to think in your head. What's the first thing that pops in your head? Are they talking about Andromeda? Are they talking oh, yeah. about the new one? That's gonna, that, this is why it does tarnish the old stuff. If they came out with a Chrono Trigger 2 today, I would just not buy it. Because, again, it's it's a perfect game, and it doesn't need a sequel. And all it can do is make the original worse. Yeah. So that's that's the problem with these things. And and they, they take established content, they do whatever the fuck they want with it, and it clearly is like people sitting in a boardroom going, well, we already have the name, it doesn't matter what we do because morons are going to buy it for the name because they're so attached to this because they don't have a personality and they're in love with a product and they're going to buy it anyway and they're usually right and people it sells like fucking hotcakes but now for people that care about the content and i think it's important that you do care about the content because mass effect could could have gone down in history as the greatest trilogy ever the best action rpg ever it's, it hits every note. It does such a great job. There's no game that compares to it. There never will be until Andromeda's in the picture. And now people constantly, there's a battle about Andromeda. And have you ever seen, you see discourse online all the time. Have you ever seen someone goes, yeah, Mass Effect 3, that game sucks. Nobody says that. But there is yeah. a fight online about whether or not Andromeda is good because some people want to like it. I believe in my heart that anyone who likes Andromeda just likes Mass Effect and they want the game to be good because they don't want to admit what I'm admitting right now in that it tarnished the name of Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. Yeah, that game sucked. I beat it and that game sucked. I couldn't play it, dude. I don't have patience for games. <clears throat> I literally got to the end of the first mission where you like meet your dad and I was like, honestly, I was 20 <laughs> seconds into the game. <laughs> I was 20 yeah, fucking seconds in the anybody, game. Man? Like, I don't know if so, I did. I, I was, think you do. I, think I was. <laughs> you do like a mission. Something happens. I was 20 seconds in the game. The first thing that happens is you wake <laughs> up and they're like, where's your twin sister? Your dad's the leader of the ship. I was like, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. I can't play this game. That's like the, dude, there's such sophomoric writing it is infecting all of all of content creation right now. Not everyone has to be fucking related. In fact, I wish no one was related. They should not be related. You have a twin sister to start the game. Your dad's running the ship. Your fucking grandma's the cook. Your dog is your best friend. I don't fucking give a shit. It doesn't need to be who a goddamn fuck, family affair. Who the fuck sends their whole family into space? It, the whole thing doesn't like make any goddamn sense. Like all of our kids and what, dad. What you are guys the all odds? go to space. Uh, my no family, one's on Earth. <laughs> I don't know anyone who is as close with their family as uh, uh, as people in sci-fi who are going to another planet. <laughs> I have never seen this before in my life. It's all and your twin sister. You're fucking telling me. I know a pair of twins. 
I know a bunch of twins in real life. They do not hang out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you fucking join us? Why would they both be astronauts? Like, it's what so are the chances crazy. of that? I mean, I'm sure people do this. But like, <laughs> it's it's I it's so stupid to me. I hate it. It's it. You know, what? it honestly feels like nepotism, which I already see enough of in real life. I'm like, yeah, this guy, whatever his dad is, the taskmaster, whatever corny ass name they gave him, I can't remember. And then oh, yeah. he just hired his son. <laughs> hired his son or whatever, dude. And then <laughs> and then I I also. I also once saw a clip online. I saw a clip of like a guy sitting down on a computer, like listening to an audio record, and it was Shepard. And I was like, I've never saw this in Mass Effect. Where's this from? And I looked it up, and it was from Andromeda. And so they just like again fan oh, service dump in like a scene of like Shepard talking that you never get from the original, and or something like that, or like an a, a, a text log or some dumb dog shit. Anyway, that game sucks fucking balls. It eats dog vomit daily, <laughs> and it makes the other ones worse. And this it is an absolutely example. does. It absolutely does. Final it Fantasy, our legacy. <laughs> it's it's it, the 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 legacies are being diminished, and we need to take a stand against it. Stop buying new games. Let them let let it get into the news cycle. Let some fucking poor schmuck who was born yesterday buy it and see and and they can like it. And here's the problem. Actually, let me segue into another one because of this. I was just talking about this yesterday. Resident Evil. Resident Evil One is the best remake. If you're gonna remake a game, remake Resident Evil One. Resident Evil One. They didn't do anything. It was literally like a direct graphical upgrade and that was it they made it a little bit easier to use a little bit less corny and, and difficult to to manage because the, the the first was like on ps1 and they remade it for gamecube it looks great great upgrade they don't touch anything and then resident evil 2 remake comes out and everyone's excited because the first one went so well and then i i never played the original resident evil 2 and 3 and I played the remakes, and now here's where the problem lies for stuff like this. I never played the original, I played the remakes. I loved the remakes. And then everyone I talked to who played the originals was like, yeah, they left out half of the game. It doesn't make oh, any fucking no. sense. Uh, they there's In Resident Evil 2 specifically, there's technically four different paths you can go because you could play as Leon or Claire, and you can do what you could do that you do their stories back to back, and you do it each way. So you'll do Leon A, Claire B, Leon or Claire A, Leon B, and you do it like that. And here's what they did for two. I played it with Leon, and Leon is basically the the correct way to play it this time. And I found this out like this. I found this out just yesterday. I played as Leon, and there's like very impactful moments. Like um, there's a there's a moment where like you're leading up to it, and then something happens, and Mr. X reveals himself, and he's like a big zombie man, and he punches through the wall, and it's a big big scary moment, and he chases you the rest of the game, and then. I beat the game, and I go, let me do the Claire option. This was fun. Let me go through it again. And then you show up at the fucking – at the guard station, and you're like, this isn't how this happened in the other file. Uh, Claire and Leon already met. It doesn't matter. It's just a completely different story, but with Claire as the protagonist, and it makes no sense. There's a point where Mr. X just shows up. There's, like, no buildup to him. It, there's literally no context. <laughs> like, a, a menacing monster who cannot be killed and chases you the rest of the game just shows up. And I was talking to someone <laughs> yesterday, and they're like, "Yeah, I played the original, and I loved the Claire story. So I started with Claire in the remake, and that's not like there is no alternate way to do it. If you start with Claire, he just shows up. You could like ruin the story beat because like if you go back then and play it with Leon as your B, there's like a build up to it, 
Oh wow! Where you're like you you go into like the jail of the of the police station and you talk to a journalist and it's like teasing that there's like a big thing chasing you and then he like pu- like you, you need the the key from the journalist to escape and he like punches through the wall and grabs the journalist and like pulls him back through it and kills him and you get like a glimpse of this guy and then like a little bit later he like shows up they do like these teasing moments where this monster beast is chasing you and he's like a guy in a trench coat and a top hat and he's like ten feet tall and it's super fucking cool and then you're playing as Claire and he just like walks around a corner, like in the game, just like, no. Yeah. And so like, that was what someone, that's how someone could be introduced to the characters for the first time. And then in the game, obviously there's like, uh, someone also told me in, in the original that there's a boss that you only fight with a certain character. And if you do it, like if you do the characters in the other order, there's a specific cutscene they show where he gets like dropped in on a helicopter. So it's not like completely out of the blue and why it is introduced. And so like there's a ton of content, on both of the games. And so like, I retroactively feel bad for playing them. I had no idea. I had fun with them. I think that they're very competent games on their own. Right. But again, I don't think that they should exist. I would rather have never played them and had the people who like the originals, not have their legacy tarnished. And that's the problem where selfish people say, Oh, they're pretty good games. I like them. And I feel the same way. I liked it, but I don't think they should exist because they're ruining the classics. Yeah. They, that, that, that objectively ruins it. So there's less stuff. And once you play the remake, you're like, oh, well, I played the remake. Why would I go back and play the other one? Yeah. And now three... You know, you missed out on a bunch of stuff. And, and three is even worse, apparently, where there's like... Uh, I was looking it up. I played three. I, I think three was really weird because it's super short. They cut stuff and then just like didn't do anything with it. So I played three and I beat it in like four hours. I considered speedrunning the game because I beat it so quickly. And I was like, oh, this can't be that hard. And I, I beat it twice, like back to back. I was like, oh, this is like really short. This game's very short. And then I was like looking it up and they're like, yeah, there's like four whole sections of the game that they just like didn't add and we don't know why. And, and they just didn't do it. They're like huge, like crowning moments of the game that they just like didn't put in it. That's just an incomplete game. It's crazy. They were like, yeah, um, there's like a clock tower in the game. You do not go to it in three. It's like, like an integral part of the classic. You do not go there in the remake. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know why. They they legitimately released an unfinished game, man. Yeah, but it has nice graphics and it has a Resident Evil name and tied to it, so people like it. And again, if I didn't know this stuff, but no, this is a good thing. These people exist and they and they step up and they say, yeah, it's fucked up content, and we can bring this idea to the masses. But now, like, I don't want to get any more Resident Evil games because I feel bad because I gave them money for these remakes. I didn't know we're going to be bad. I just thought it looked like a fun game to play, and it was. That's the problem. It's if you don't know the history. It's a competent game on its own, but it doesn't exist on its own. Is the point? Yeah, it, it's an yeah, exact. It exist on its own. It's an exact recreation of this one, and it tarnishes the first one by being worse. The originals must be so great that the the remakes can be lesser and still good. Yeah, I mean, I think that Resident Evil One is like <clears throat> one of the better games I've ever played, and I played the remake. It's legitimately like really good. I've said this before, but like, um, you're you're restricted. And that restriction breeds creativity. These games that were created on early consoles, you couldn't just do whatever you want. You didn't have a billion polygons of, of and hundred gigabytes of RAM to fucking yeah. you know create stuff, right? So it was like, how do we create this system? Oh, you have to do inventory management. How do you move? They have fucking tank controls. You know, how do you do this? But it, it bred creativity because it was there was such a good dude from step step one, and no other Resident Evil game has this. You go into the game, you're in a fucking spooky mansion, and you just like are dropped into the game. And I'm just like, you're just scared off the bat. You have like 10 bullets. And I'm like, uh, what do I do? And you just start wandering around a mansion and you get lost and you get bit by 
zombies, you start losing health. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but it, in a good way. I'm like, every door I'm afraid to go in because what if there's a fucking zombie in the other room? You know, like, you hear the noise from a save room when you go in and you go, this is, oh my god, finally. I have fucking peace for a second. And then there's like there's like a lot of interesting things like that. And these older games had 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 this restriction they and they were very creative for it it's such a it's a very like the the that means a lot to me in a game where the game functions well the story is dog shit but i couldn't care less because the the ambience is so high you're in a spooky mansion there's puzzles and traps and there's zombies and you're all alone and you have low ammo and no other game is really like doing stuff like that and every game that tries to copy it doesn't do it as well and then i think two is more of the same from what i hear from people and three as well. I haven't played them. I think they might be a little more action-y. And we're not going to get started on, on four because I think it's just a horrible game. And people love it and I don't get why. But um, that's not the, today's topic. Um, so the last thing I think I want to talk about is is Halo. Right. So we're, we're long-time Halo fans. I would consider you a Halo fan. When I was young, we played one, two, and three together. I think you played those lands with us back on Halo 1, right? Yeah, we'll do a few lands. I would Dude, go to your would house have... like every Friday. We'd get donuts and Mountain Dew. We'd get donuts and Mountain Dew. I was on probation. I had to be home by 7 p.m. And all of my friends, had, for some reason, at 6.30, we'd all go to Giant. We'd get a ton, tons of two liters of soda. We'd go to Giant's Markets. We'd get two liters of soda and, and a dozen donuts. And we'd come back to my house and we'd just play Halo. And I had two TVs set up and we'd go online and and it was a blast. We had like the one headset. When someone was talking trash, we'd always pass it to you because mm-hmm. you were the best talking trash. And I would just talk trash back to him, baby. These old Man. school Xbox lobbies. It was great, and like Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three, awesome. You know, and we won't get into too much about how the rest, of, like Four and Five and Infinite, take the story into some weird directions, and they sort of just try and piggyback on the game because, like, sequels, direct sequels aren't really that big of a deal because unless you're like, they actually do this a little bit, which sucks, like retconning important moments from One, Two, and Three. If you're doing that, it sucks. If you try and tread new ground. It's usually fine. If it ends up being bad, whatever, but, like, you're not taking away too much from the original because it's a standalone thing, right? It doesn't really, like... It's not... It's a it's a first-person shooter. I mean, it's it's very... It has books attached to it, so it's, like, story-driven, yeah. but I don't consider it the strong point of the game. Exactly. Honest. But then the Halo TV show comes out, and I'm already sick of all this content that's tied on to other content and not sanctioned or whatever. I don't know why they're making this because, like, episode one... Master Chief takes his helmet off, and you see some guy. It's just some fucking guy. <laughs> just some fucking guy, dude. I don't get it. He's never taken it off in the games. You never see him. Why yeah, did they decide stupid. to do this? It's literally six, seven games or whatever, like including a spin-off game and shit with Master Chief in it. He never takes it off. And then there's like, yeah, take it off. Episode one. It's just a guy. It's just some guy. Wow. And so like, he's been talked about out of suit in like in like the very first book it, it came out actually before halo came out i read the fall of reach it was like they wrote it like as a as a, a you know a hand, like to hand hold the game halo one when it came out fall of oh, reach wow. came out like a month before it, it is like as canon as canon gets and it describes master chief and how they were created and he's out of his suit a lot because it doesn't like describe him it's not like he's a big tall white guy i think it might say that he's like got like pale skin or something, but it doesn't really matter. But like he's out, he's not characterized. Like his personality doesn't really exist. He's he's bred to be a basically mindless soldier, a gigantic patriot. He's just like I'll do whatever it takes for my country. So like he gets stolen as a six year old child and trained into soldierhood to be a massive 
augmented soldier. And at one point, he basically just says, like, yeah, they did that, but um, because she's honest with him about it. He's like, yeah, they did that, but um, what can I do? There's not really a lot I can do to change this. I guess I'll just be the best soldier I can be. That's honestly what it comes down to. And it's kind of cool. And he ends up doing a bunch of dope shit, and then the game comes out, and he ends up doing a bunch of dope shit. And then, like... All I read about this, because I haven't watched it, but I'll see clips and stuff on Twitter. There's like a scene where he's taking a shower. It just shows his butt cheeks. There's like a girl where there's a, there's a girl that's working for the Covenant, and she's a spy, and he has sex with her in the show. There's like a line. I've commented this on people's things. They don't want to fucking believe it for some reason. They want to be pricks. The Fall of Reach, like I said, it goes hand in hand with Halo One. It came out before the game. It is the canon of all canons, dude. This shit is 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 the game. And there's a scene where they say like the, the, it there's there's a, a part in the books like page fucking fifty eight dude where they like it it details all their augments and the one is like oh they get fucking bone blasters to make their bones extra strong and it says like side effects like <laughs> um a risk of like of fatal bone spurs or something and it says and like sexual like like super low sex drive or like it kills your sex drive I don't remember what the exact phrase is and then everyone's always like. Well, it says it's a risk. He probably still has a sex drive. And it's like, sure, but he's never, ever had a relationship with anyone across any of his things. Why try and fucking shoehorn a relationship in with a guy who's bred to be a fucking super soldier never takes his helmet off? They're like, let's take his helmet off and have him have sex. It makes no fucking sense. Who yeah, they, don't know, they don't know how to make a TV show without sex in it. Who is greenlighting this? The network or whatever. How, Whoever how the is, fuck is in charge of this trash? This I don't get how someone is show. involved with Halo and they say, here's the script we wrote, wrote. Episode one, he takes his helmet off. And they're like, yeah, 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 run with it. Episode five, he fucks a human covenant spy woman. They're like, dude, sounds great. That's so Halo. That's so fucking Halo, dude. If someone said that to me, I would I would pull a gun out and shoot them. What is he, James fucking Bond? He's exactly. Double agents? Like, this is so stupid. It's so stupid. And apparently, the series has ended its first season, and the Halo, the ring, the Halo ring, have you ever heard of it? Halo, yeah. the ring? It hasn't been discovered yet. They're nice. still on Reach. Like, the events of Reach haven't happened yet, which is right before the events of Halo 1. I don't understand why they didn't. You know what would have made everyone like it? Literally take the events of Halo 1 and make it a tv show if you're gonna do it there's so many cool things there's the two betrayals mission you have all the lines written for you already he doesn't need to talk you can look at games that, that do stuff like that like the the dread movie with carl urban you don't need to talk right you can take these chances like why not take chances you people are gonna see it either way it's halo why do bottom of the barrel dog shit stuff that ruins already established characters and settings and places why not take a chance and just make a silent protagonist character who never shows his face, just like the games that are super fucking popular? Because they have no balls, dude. They don't. But for me, like now it's like, I like Halo less. Everyone I'm going to talk to, it's the most recent thing. Everyone I'm going to talk to, dude, I love Halo, dude. I love the Halo show. I love John Halo, dude. I love when he fucks <laughs> that bitch. Johnny Halo. I'm going to say, yeah, dude. Never talk to me again. We can't. But, but, but now they're the right ones, right? I'm like, I lose hope. Like, what am I supposed to say? Uh, now I have to be that prick that's like, yeah, uh, none of that happens. He probably wouldn't do that as an actual character. And they're like, dude, you're just a hater. <laughs> you're just a hater, dude. Come on. It's a different. He'll say it's a different series, dude. It could stand on its own. But it can't. If it could stand it on is. its own, it wouldn't be named Halo. Yeah. Make a fucking TV show called whatever the fuck. People have no balls. Yeah. They'll have to just copy other... IP that are, no one wants to make a new IP. 
exactly. Snowden YPs. Just call it Super Space Fighter. Why does it yeah. have to be Halo? Call him fucking Johnny Hollis instead of Halo. Exactly. Call him Big, call him big Ring. Call him Hell Big yeah. O. Call him Big O. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been done before. Of course not. But now, like, all my stuff, I want to like this stuff, but every time I, I don't even want to bring up that I like it because people are going to assume that I like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Mass Effect Andromeda, Final, Resident Evil Remake, Halo the TV show. It's all associated with it. It's tarnishing the originals. It needs to fucking stop. Yeah, it's a fucking tragedy. But it's a, it's it's okay. I have a plan. We all have to do this together, though, so everyone listen to me. This, these are the ingredients for anthrax. You have them in your under your kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, we, we honestly, just, as a people, need to collectively stop consuming this media when it happens. You have to have some restraint. When you hear the Halo shows coming out, just don't watch it day one. You just go and look. I've never watched it. I'm doing my part. It's all I can do. I will never watch it. Because, you know, I know people, my, my buddy Keith, were Halo fans for life. He watched it. He's like, yeah, it's whatever. And now he's been indoctrinated. <laughs> we, you know what I mean? He's like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. It's like, they do some weird stuff, but it's cool because they so badly want to see a TV show with Master Chief shooting an yeah, alien. So when there's five is. seconds of it that they go, yeah, I guess that five seconds is, is worth eight episodes of pure dog shit. Apparently there's an entire episode of, like focusing on some side character. Like Master Chief's not in the episode. And I was like, what? This isn't Halo. Ugh. Yeah, so again, stop. If we can't get companies to stop tarnishing the names of, of great IPs by putting out too much content that makes no fucking sense, we have to stop consuming it. And I don't know if there's a way to get people to stop consuming media. Anthrax. <laughs> it always comes back to anthrax, baby. That's the only thing I can think of. But we really do. We have to take a stand. If, if you do, it's this is a personal mission. If you see your friends saying they're gonna watch it, don't let them. If you see them, if you see your friends playing Mass Effect Andromeda. This is like that. If you see your friend doing drugs commercial, if you see your yeah. friend about to play Mass Effect Andromeda, stop them. Say see something. Say something. <laughs> there's the stage an intervention. If yeah. Friends are playing like the new Thief game. Yes. Only let them consume good media. If a if a game that hasn't had a sequel in ten years is getting one, say, dude, you gotta hold on. For the sake of the sequel. Make it crash and burn. It's the only way they're going to learn. I didn't mean to rhyme, but that works out really well. It does. That's the lesson for the day. You got anything You just got to give it some time because every now and then there's an XCOM. That game was 100 years old and came out with a new one. Yeah. But the the trick here is that the original XCOM was a pile of dog shit that I'd never heard of. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess you got you to gotta be discerning. Well, that's what I mean. If... I can't think of any good remakes besides the original Resident Evil into the Resident Evil 1 remake. And it was really well done, and it's universally regarded as the way to do a remake. They made the graphics better and kept pretty much everything else untouched with a couple of quality life bonuses. Yeah, everything else sucks. You got, like, the new Devil May Cry was bad. Mm -hmm. The new Mortal Kombat is worse than Mortal Kombat 3. Mm -hmm. The new Thief game is worse than the original Thieves, and those mm -hmm. games sucked, so it's, like, mm -hmm. that's impressive. Uh, Tomb Raider's okay. I like Tomb mm. Raider. It, it's but it's definitely extremely different it's more i'm gonna just briefly touch diluted. on this because it's so stuck in my mind and it bothers me i can't remember which tomb raider it was the, fir the first the remake scene? or the second one what's up no that doesn't, i don't give a shit about that i wish there was more what happens <laughs> is there's a there's like a bow upgrade you can get and i went fully into my bow upgrade to the point where like you could headshot three people at a time like all these cool bow upgrades and then i got to a point in the game where you fight a boss and it's just a man 
it's just a, a guy who's fighting you on the other end of the of the of the team. He's the he's the bad guy, and he's just a guy. He's like bald or he's a bald white man or something like that. And you fight him. It doesn't let you headshot him. And then there's like a cutscene where he like tackles you, and you like lose all of your weapons, and you have to like throw a a bomb at him or something weird. And I was like, so you're telling me I spent the entire game dumping all of my upgrades into my bow and then you take it away from me for the final boss fight or whatever. Yeah, that's my corny. Yeah, now that I think of it, the I played the old old Tomb Raiders and there were some fuck like there wasn't a lot of tombs to raid, but you would go through these crazy caves. There'd be wolves and bears attacking Dude, you. Dude, you'd be fighting like jumps. a velociraptor in an ancient underground like pyramid. I specifically remember like the walls were made of bones and flesh mm-hmm. that was exposed with like no skin and then there was like a giant enemy that had no skin. He was like gargantuan and I'd be shooting with two Uzis. And they don't have that in the remake, so Yeah, exactly. You used to be able to jump very high and shoot with two Uzis. So I think it's like a, a pretty good reboot, but they still do some like bullshit. You know what? It has the uh it has a uncharted syndrome where there's like segments where you're just like climbing a wall for forty seconds. Yeah, it's and I'm like, like they, those motherfuck- it's all uh, Assassin's Creed's fault for mm-hmm. that shit. They started that shit. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, fucking, I'll put parkour in my game, too, even though it's not really parkour. It's just going straight. I would actually say it's like a little, it's like they took um, the climbing sections from God of War where you could jump and fight, and they said, let's slow that down and and also let you not do anything but hold one direction on the the (laughs) stick. That's my problem. Any game that does this too, this is my last, I'm going off on a tangent now. There's several games where I've been stuck in a loop of the, 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 the current gameplay section is you hold one direction on the left stick. I was playing a, a mission on, in far or not far cry. What's the just cause Four, And I literally had to fly from where I was in a, like a plane or a helicopter to another point on the map. And I remember it being like 2000 meters away. And I just held up on the control on the left control stick for like, a minute and a half straight, and then I got there and I said, I don't want to do this ever again, and I turned the game off. I never want to have to travel like that. I never want to have to hold right on the D-pad while I shimmy across a, a too small <laughs> ledge. I never want to do it. That was it's not the original fun. Tomb Raiders. Yeah, I, it's not good gaming. It's it, When you just hold a directional stick and just watch them go through a, a passageway that's too tight, and they're and they're sandwiched between it, and they have to slowly go through it. Well, who is this for? Oh, that it's was a loading in, uh, screen. That's from fi- that's the Final Fantasy VII thing. Yeah, it is a loading screen. I do think that the they slow you down enough that they can load the next area. I truly believe that that's what that's. I I would rather wait at a black screen than have to hold up <laughs> while I shimmy through two close pieces of rock. Yeah, it's that's so like, stupid. In Final Fantasy XV, like every dungeon you go into, that's like the entrance to the dungeon. It's so stupid. It's every time. It's so fucking bad. So yeah, lesson of the day. Don't consume your favorite media until you find out it's good or not. Listen to me. Come listen to the podcast. I'll tell you if it's good or not. I'll take that chance. Like, don't don't play Legendary Edition. Don't watch the Halo show. Don't play Andromeda. Don't play the new Mass Effect. Don't get it. I love Mass Effect. We just said it's the best trilogy. Do not play the new one. Give it some time. If it comes out in bombs, you'll be able to get it cheap. And it doesn't matter. Like, we already have enough good Mass Effect content. We don't need anything new. If it comes out and bombs and it's still really good, then you can still just go play it. But we don't want to reinforce them, like, making a bad game and and continuing to make bad games by buying their product day one because it has mass effect slapped on it have some restraint don't buy this stuff stand up for the ips you love and then we'll talk about the anthrax stuff a little bit later dm me for, DM me for the <laughs> anthrax instructions we'll take in matters in our own hands hell yeah dude all right brother thanks for joining me 
Of course. You got any last words? Uh, happy birthday to Jung and B. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know what that means. So I'll just forge on ahead without saying anything about that. Um, yeah, whatever I said before. Good night, goodbye, and good gaming. <laughs>